0: How do we wake up? I know that seems like a silly question, but when you wake up well, you have more energy throughout the day, you have less stress, and it can be a domino effect that determines whether you do good habits or unhealthy habits. So let's dive in. Let's figure out how do we wake up? Welcome back to the Health Rebels podcast here at Health Rebels, We are charting a new path to health, one that's dedicated and focused to wellness, not athletics. Here we break free from common standards and redefine healthy living by following the Rebel's Oath. The Rebel's Oath says to reject extremes, to energize yourself with healthy habits, to break free from common standards, to be excited about your potential, and finally, love yourself and act accordingly. Anyway, let's dive into today's episode. Every winter, I find myself falling into bad habits, especially around sleep. I drag myself slowly out of bed in the mornings, groggy in the morning, lethargic, and low energy. And worse, this starts to create stress as I fall behind in my schedule from the snoozing. Has that ever happened to you? Hit the snooze button too many times, and now you're trying to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, right? I fall behind on my schedule because of snoozing. That makes that makes me cut my workouts a little bit shorter. I might not get the best breakfast done. Like, in my first couple work tasks in the day, they're they're foggy, they're hazy, and low quality, right? Not waking up correctly can be a domino that cascades into missed good habits adding in extra bad habits, increasing your stress and lowering your energy. Right? So as stupid as as stupid as it sounds to talk about, how do we wake up? As silly as that question seems, you can see it really is important to consider. And <laughs> wouldn't you know it, with health rebels, you know, I'm going to point out that Like everything else in our lives, the socially engineered common standards that we've adopted during the 20th century, really it turns out to be holding us back unconsciously. It's holding us back unconsciously. And today, we're going to talk about how to improve your waking up habits so that you can break free from common standards, have more energy, have more confidence, and live your best life without feeling like you're held back. And how often do we feel held back because we wake up with low energy? So let's let's break it down. Let's talk about how do we actually wake up? What's the best wake up strategies we can implement so that we can be at our best from the get-go? Right so the first thing that we need to talk about is to really understand and improve waking up. We have to know how do we actually wake up? Like, biologically, how do we wake up? And it just so happens, it is the exact opposite of how we fall asleep. I know, I know, I know. You could That's a stunner. You can nominate me for the Nobel Science Prize, but, you know, we'll, we might hold off on that a couple more years. But it's true. How we wake up is the exact opposite of how we go to sleep. Luckily, the last episode of the Health Rebels podcast went in depth on the three mechanisms or the three systems that regulate our sleep. So we should have a pretty good understanding of how to fall asleep. But as a quick recap, we talked about a few different things, right? We talked about the melatonin-cortisol balance. To go to sleep, the body will start to release more melatonin and it'll inhibit cortisol. To fall asleep, your core body temperature will decrease, right? Things will get a little bit cooler. Light, if we think about the circadian rhythm, usually we're waking up when the sun comes up, when there's more light, and we're going to sleep at nighttime when there's less light, And then finally, we also talked about the autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic rest and digest state versus the sympathetic, the the fight or flight state. we also talked about sleep pressure, but sleep pressure is not really going to be a thing here when we talk about waking up. Although, you know what? Actually, not a thousand percent true, Uh, very minimal, very minimal impact here, but Sleep pressure, we talked about, it, is adenosine buildup in the brain. As you sleep, that adenosine gets diminished, so it will take some of that away. So as long as you're sleeping a sufficient amount, uh, you shouldn't have sleep pressure in the morning. right? If, if Honestly, if you're just sleeping 30 minutes, you shouldn't have that sleep pressure um, working against you right when you wake up. It might work against you later in the day, but that's we're rambling. Let's go back to the topic at hand. So we know how melatonin, cortisol, how temperature, how light and the ANS, the autonomic nervous system, how those facilitate falling asleep. Now, let's reverse it. Just like Mary J. Blige. I think it's Mary J. Blige. Ooh, I should have probably checked that before I referenced it. But just like that, we're going to put that down, flip it, and reverse it so that we can wake up. What we're going to do is let's first talk about Let's talk about the easy ones. Let's talk about light. Obviously, we know we want to be in a dark environment to facilitate the circadian rhythm to help us fall asleep. Darkness is good for sleep. It would rational, it would rationally explain that the opposite is true for waking up, right? We want some light when we wake up. I know it's it's uncomfortable, especially with that sudden change. But one of the best things you can do for waking up is immediately getting some light in your sleeping area. It's really hard to fall back asleep when someone throws open the curtains. How many times have we seen that in movies and TV shows? Someone doing a wake-up call, throwing wide the curtains, blasting the person in the face with light, and then, you know, they wake up. They don't go right back to sleep. Of course, you can if you really try, but it's not likely. Right? So when we're waking up, is there a lamp you can have nearby on your, on your nightstand, something that you can quickly turn on? Is there, can you turn a light switch on and get the light going so that we have that circadian rhythm telling us it's wake up time, right? How can you add light into your morning to help you wake up quicker? This is a big problem, especially for me, as I mentioned in the introduction to this, in the winter. I tend to wake up, my alarm clock goes off early, and even this time of year in the early fall, my alarm clock's going up before the sun does. right? So I'm waking up before sunrise and it's getting a little bit harder because the room's dark. And so I'm gonna have to be intentional about adding in some quick access, some easy to reach lights, maybe a lamp at the nightstand just to get something going quicker so that I can wake up easier. The other thing that we can talk about, the easy environmental change we can make, is temperature. We talked about, you know, to fall asleep, you want that cool environment. Likewise, to wake up, the body's core temperature slowly start to increase. This is actually why coffee is such an effective uh, tool for helping people wake up in the mornings. You can test this. Caffeine really shouldn't start to take effect for 30 minutes for about half an hour after you consume your cup of coffee you should not feel caffeine within that time period but if you're waking up as you're drinking that coffee it's more likely it's more likely to be the warm beverage the increased temperature that is actually waking you up right and we can do this in a couple different ways obviously a warm beverage warm water warm shower these are all great ways to get some temperature on us quickly But we can also think about clothing in this situation. Especially, as I mentioned, winters, tough on me to wake up. I historically have troubles waking up in the winter because part of it is the room is so darn cold when it's freezing outside, right? It's hard to be in that environment and it kind of shuts you down. So, can you have some warm clothing nearby? Maybe an oversized sweater that you throw on or or, or or really cozy bathrobe, right? What kind of temperature increases can you do to help yourself wake up in the mornings? And then we talked about the autonomic nervous system, right? For falling asleep, we want to be in that parasympathetic nervous state, right? That we want to be in that, we want to be in that rest and digest mode. But to wake up, we want to start to be a little bit of alert. We want to add some alerts. We want to add a little bit of stimuli, right? So that's going to be moving. You got to get out of bed, right? You cannot hit that snooze button over and over again because that allows you to go back in the bed where it's safe, where there's no, no, no interactions, no stimulus, and you get to go back in that parasympathetic state. You got to get up, you got to move, you got to get out of bed, and that's going to help facilitate more interactions with your environment, which is going to put you in a more sympathetic state. Typically, when we talk about stress management, we do typically want to downplay how often you're in a sympathetic state, but to get the ball going in the day, we do want to be there. Similar, talking about stress management, we also want to get a little bit of cortisol release. Now, cortisol, you're probably familiar with, people often refer to this as the stress hormone or the stress chemical, and it might sound weird to say you want to add a little bit of stress in the morning, but you want to add a little bit of stress, and there's two kinds. We can add stress that's actually beneficial for us. Don't worry. I'm not trying to run you ragged, (laughs) but there's two kinds. We can have physical stress or we can have mental stress right? Those, the mental, the cognitive um, and the physical stress can help wake us up with that slight, very small trickle of cortisol, right? So physical stress could be, you know, some type of movement. Do you maybe do a couple stretch routines when you, when you get up, wake up, hit off the alarm, turn on the light, try to touch your toes, you know, maybe do a, maybe do a quad stretch or do some arm circles or some type of little movement. That's going to get you going. That's going to fire the, the sympathetic nervous state. Going to get a little cortisol. Going to get some light. Maybe even increase the core temperature as you get increased circulation. That's really going to help facilitate things, right? We can also get cognitive stress. Maybe you do some journaling when you wake up. Maybe you read something when you wake up. Maybe you... Um, do a random trivia question of the day. I don't know. I know um, I know. my sister has a lot of those Alexa smart speakers. I think they're bad ideas to have in your home, but whatever, that's not my call. Um, but you can do, hey, Alexa, question of the day. And that can get the cognitive stress going as it asks you some random trivia question. That will help you wake up and get the systems running. So all in all... You know, We know that we need to wake up healthier. We need to wake up in a better state because when we wake up correctly, we give space for good habits, we decrease our default to bad habits, we decrease our stress in the day by not running behind schedule, and we also increase our energy by getting that circadian rhythm on our side and waking up and not being lethargic and dragging out the, the morning for too long. So we know that waking up is very important and the best ways to wake up are to take advantage of the melatonin and cortisol balance. Right, Get a little cortisol from some cognitive or physical movement. We know we wanna increase the core temperature. We can do that with clothing. We can do that with external beverages. We can do that with, with warm water. But we wanna increase the body's temperature. We wanna expose ourselves to light. And finally, We want to get a little bit of action going in the morning so that we can go into a sympathetic state, so that we can be a little alert in waking up. And I I know we don't often talk about waking up, All we really talk about waking up in in culture is all the memes about setting 37 alarms on your iPhone and then hitting them all off every three to five minutes and not actually waking up. That is not good for your sleep cycle. That will totally F with your circadian rhythm. You should only have one alarm clock, wake up and get going. But all the stuff that we talk about waking up in culture, not really productive towards that actual conversation and so i hope today's conversation today's podcast gave you some really good actionable steps and if you're like me the person that falls into the winter traps when it's dark when it's cold of not waking up effectively because we're not controlling those environmental factors i hope today we got you some strategies something that you can do to implement and overcome so that you can continue to wake up your best even in the winter time so that is today's episode. That's what we're going to leave you on. And until I see you again tomorrow for another episode of the Health Rebels podcast, you know what to do, Rebel. Keep the oath. I hope that episode helped give you some steps you can take to break free from common standards so that you can live a happier, healthier life. I'd love to continue to support you on that path to redefining healthy living. So I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group, the health rebels community there we post daily content to redefine what healthy living means by following the holistic wheel and the rebel oath you'll also get community support with like-minded health rebels if you're not already a member search for the health rebels community on facebook or go to facebook.com slash groups health rebels i look forward to seeing you in there rebel